Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. song is yours a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week talk about their life and creative endeavors and talk to them about some of the music they love our show works by chatting to our guests about music their songwriting techniques and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love welcome to episode 221 i'm your host simon fink our guest today is brad cox the australian country superstar recently announced his new Our guest today is a country music singer and songwriter from Jindabyne, New South Wales. Having won the Star Maker Award at the Tamworth Country Music Awards back in 2018, he's since gone on to become one of Australia's most popular country music stars. Next May, he releases his third studio record, which is titled Acres, and ahead of its release, he's gifted us with the single Last Time Last. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Brad Cox. Hello, sir. How are we? I'm well, mate. How are you going on? I'm doing very well, thank you. Very well. Uh, whereabouts are you joining us from today? Right, I am at home in uh, central Queensland, near Yapoon, uh, and we are, yeah, it's beautiful. It's hot, which is nice. It's <laughs> not, uh, it was snowing at my mum and dad's house the last couple of days, so I'm glad I'm not there. Are they also based in Queensland? No, they're down in Jindabyne. Down the Snowy oh. Mountains, New South Wales there. So I'd be terrified if it was snowing in Queensland in November. <laughs> <laughs> I can very much appreciate that. Uh, it is a bit of wild weather all over the country at the moment. It should be what you're experiencing everywhere, but um, I'm very jealous, to be honest. The sun is looking particularly nice where you are. Yes, look, we, we, did, the COVID, we did the COVID migration, mate. We've been up here for two years now, so it must have been the first, you know, six months COVID shifted up here, and I don't think I'll ever be living anywhere else to be honest Queensland's a cool place I can very much respect that I, will, I, I was going to kind of get onto this a little bit later but I, while we're here the I believe that you've you've moved on to quite a quite a decent property that has turned into a, a I want to say not just a, a living space but also like a, a is there a recording studio there is that right a lot of music writing has been taking place there yeah no no recording studio one day one day plans to put up a shed and and um, yeah, have a kind of dedicated space like that at some stage. But we've got uh, yeah, it's not a massive block, but it's, we've got a hundred acres, so we've got a couple of cows, and we did have sheep, but they died unfortunately um, by some murderous wild dogs. Uh, but that's the way it goes sometimes. But, yeah, we've got chooks and cows, and 
um, you know, we swim in the dam, mate, and play guitar, and play music, <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's a really, really cool place to hang out. We're very lucky. Oh, well, look, it does sound like a, it sounds like a fantastic place. So very, very envious. We'll have to um, give you a buzz next time we're in Queensland. But uh, that is not why we're chatting today. Uh, <laughs> the, the purpose for our call is um, that there is a brand new single out from yourself, Last Time Last. Uh, firstly, congratulations on this because this is a, a brilliant single. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It's, um, yeah, I'm super stoked to have the a new song out. It's a very exciting kind of part of the of the the process you you know from an outsider you'd probably think oh obviously releasing the song would be a cool part of the process but <laughs> you know for someone who doesn't know what what kind of goes into it it's very very long a lot of hard work can be a short process but you know for this one particularly you know a big big album and and, and there's a lot of people that work on it and whatnot and finally having it out and, and hearing some reports and you know some some fans singing it back to you in, in the crowd is <laughs> definitely the definitely the coolest part of of all of it. I love writing songs, I love recording songs, but but playing songs in front of fans is is why why we're all here. And it's uh, yeah, it's an exciting part of the process to have a have a new song out. We've spoken to a few artists lately who um, I think kind of echo that same sentiment that you've just said. It's that while to an outsider it might not seem like such a like a musician releases a song that's part of the job, but it is in the last two years, I feel like that job has been given some shaky ground. I feel that there is no idea, um, and this is not to to talk down to anyone's knowledge of outside the music industry, but there is a lot of people behind putting out a song and a lot of people working behind the scenes to kind of get this stuff out. So it is, it's an exciting time. Uh, were you sitting on these songs for a while, I guess, how, how long since these songs were recorded? Well, um, I'll tell you, listeners, these songs, we, if unaware, we put out this, this new song last time last, but also announced now it's coming out, uh, next year, May, early May next year. Um, so that whole, that whole body of work is 17 songs, which is quite a long <laughs> album for 2022 or 23. Um, but uh, the answer to your question is a mixture of everything. Half this half this album was probably written before, you know, the pandemic and everything shut down, and and the other half of it was written on Zoom with with those same guys. But you know, during that lockdown period, not being able to travel to Nashville and overseas and write and and whatnot, um, and a couple of them were more recent with some guys locally in Brisbane and. Um, I can't remember if I wrote in Sydney, but you know, some some local guys that I actually got to go in a room with again. So, full full mixture on this on this album. Some of these songs are you know two or three years old, and and some of them are not. So it's a bit of a mixed bag, and probably hence why this this album is coming out has ended up being such a, a long one. Because I was um, I was just saying to someone else today that I I uh, I kind of need to get rid of some stuff before I can <laughs> let the new stuff in. Um, so for me, it was. It was like, right, I think I've got to, like, all these songs are great and I need to put them all out there so I can so I can move on or I'll always be wondering, oh, I should have put that one out or I wonder what would have happened <laughs> if I put that one on there. So it was just in a nice position where we'd go, right, oh, we can, we got the time to do it, so let's do all 17. Here we are. Well, I think I think fans are very excited, the fact that there is obviously more than less, so I'm, I'm sure that 17 will land very well with Brad Cox fans. Um, do you have a process of... 
I guess when when you're cutting songs, so I imagine that there was more than 17 and then you've, you've whittled it down to 17. Was there a process for how you get rid of those other songs? Is there certain criteria that has to be met? Time, I think, is the only thing. <laughs> just live, just live with them. Um, you know, like some some songs, after, you know, ten minutes after you write them, you go, oh yeah, and then some of them you go, oh, it could could be something, or some of them you go, I didn't think that was good, that good until that particular keys player played that part on that one song and went, oh crap, this just changes the whole outlook of the, you know, what I thought the song would just disappear into a notebook one day and here it is being one of the singles, you know what I mean? Like it's all, it's all very subjective um, to the, to the situation, I think. Um, and again, it comes down to a lot of people being involved, being that one keys player that you contracted for the day to play a few notes on, on that song. So I, um, I couldn't give you exact number on how many, you know, we, I, I wrote, to then cut it down to 17 because it all kind of, it wasn't like I was sitting there with a hundred songs when right, this is 17. It was like a process over a few years of going, Oh, I think that one could be on there and that one's okay, but I'm going to put it in this lane. And a lot of it, a lot of it is just honestly in, you know, in my head or a few notes here and there and just time, just living with the songs going, yep, that one is great. And you know, you, I've, I mean, I've songs that I, I write and I go, Oh, that's rubbish. And you come back to them and change one thing and go, it's, it's the best song I've ever written. <laughs> it's all good to go. So yeah, it's again yeah, same thing. It's a, it's a long process. You just got to live with them, and and um, yeah, <laughs> hope hope you choose the best ones. Uh, look, I can very much appreciate and respect that that process and that that um that that way of kind of thinking and, and I guess working out what works in in terms of a body of work. Um, for this single, uh, if you'd allow us to to ask, it is a brilliant single for anyone who hasn't heard it. Uh, it is a I think one of my favourite things in listening to it, and maybe I'm not listening to enough country radio, maybe I need to diversify my radio listening, but it was nice to hear a proper guitar solo in a bridge area and at the end of the song as well. Um, so thank you for that. <laughs> what was the uh, the catalyst or what, what spurned this song? Where did the song idea for this song come from? Um, well, l- lyrically this song came from, you know, a, a point of view of um, an unexpected breakup, basically. Um, and to that extent would be, you know, if you knew you were going home for it to break up with you, maybe you'd hope for a red light or take the long way home or, you know, that kind, that kind of attitude towards it. But it's it's been... Um, it's been nice having it out for for a couple of weeks now and hearing some people talk about their kind of um, uh, associations with the song. I was talking to a lady in the show the other week and she said, oh, my brother was in ICU and, and um, he had an accident last week and I just wished to, you know, last weekend's barbecue, we had one more beer together or he just stuck around for another hour. Or, and I thought that's also a really nice process of um of, of this song is hearing what other people associate your songs to, which might be, might be very different to the initial um, perspective I wrote it, I wrote it from. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my, where I wrote the song from, but I'm, I'm really proud that, uh, you know, some other people have been hearing it in a different way. And it, it actually caught me by surprise. It wasn't something I thought about um, until I did start playing it for the fans, which is another, you know, exciting part of the process. You go, oh, holy crap. I just did, didn't even cross my mind that, that you would have, you know, that that would have meant something like that to you today, well, you know, whereas I wrote it for something super, super different. So, so yeah, that's kind, of where, that's kind of where the song came from. I wrote it with, um, God, I can't even remember now, um, 
I'd, I'd have to look it up. The seventeen is a lot of songs, man. You can imagine with with this uh, with this album announced, it's been a lot of uh, a lot of spreadsheets and names and musicians and, <laughs> and everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, this I'm pretty sure this was one I wrote uh, on Zoom in in the middle of pandemic. You know, sitting in a sitting in the office at home and and on Zoom and and writing songs with the best songwriters in the world. Ooh. I did hear this and I wanted to kind of touch on it for, so the album that you're referring to, uh, again, it is coming out in May. It is called Acres. Um, and yeah, you were kind of working with a number of people, um, across the world. I think one that, uh, I think it was this track or it was, it was a good portion of the tracks was Brandon, Brandon Hood. Um, yeah, almost one. all of them. Almost all of them. What was almost all of them were produced by Brandon. What was that, um, I guess, working relationship like? If you're here in Queensland, he's in Nashville, trying to get things done virtually for a lot of it, is, I guess, was that difficult <laughs> to begin with? Man, it was extremely difficult. And sorry, I'm just trying to find some notes while we while we yarn because I don't want to get this wrong. Yeah. But it, it was extremely difficult, but it was also, it wasn't a little bit of distance. Like every every single thing that we did was, um, except for my, my parts, obviously were, um, were, were by distance. Um, so the tracking, uh, like the way it kind of worked is I, I went down to, um, a mate of mine in Gympie. He's got a little, little kind of studio in his shed there and he's quite handy with some gear and, and um, went down there, recorded some guide tracks, just, you know, to a click guitar and, and singing kind of as they were written. And I sent that off to uh to brandon and then re- realistically it was no different to being there as in other than the fact that i wasn't there so we just they got in a room and when i say they i mean like full nashville style live band drums bass keys acoustics electrics you know like a full band and instead of sitting in the, in the control room i was just on a couple of computer screens around the the studio and I was sitting there with my headphones on and I had the zoom on <laughs> on one thing and then a, and then a live feed straight off the desk on the other and it was no different to me sitting there going oh hey can we try half time with the drums for those four bars and that bridge section and and try then you know like putting in my little producer kind of notes and and whatnot so it was a very very strange kind of process I'd probably never ever sign up to do it ever again do an <laughs> album that way um but at the same time, I think I'm, I'm really proud of the product that we've created. And when I'm talking about this, like Brandon, Brandon produced um, every song except one, I think, from memory. Lindsay Rhymes did one, um, one for me. Um, so this is, you know, like the majority of the album. And uh, man, it was, it was, yeah, it was a very strange thing. But I'm really proud of what we, what we've done. The, the album's huge. It sounds phenomenal. I was a bit worried that this album would be a bit too pop country, you know, like trying to buy into the thing that everyone's chasing. And I'm just, I'm just not that guy, you know. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of the guy that say I'll never, you know, I'll never conform to that thing. But you know, at a stretch, I probably would and whatever. But it's just not who I really am. But, but this one just turned into me and Britain and getting on like a house on fire and going right. Let's make this album the way you want to make the album. And these great, you know, the ones that I thought would be really pop country songs are really great pop country songs with a real drum kit and, and a cool keys player playing awesome organ 
parts on it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's um yeah, it's a, it's a really great sounding album, and that's it's really hard to say from the guy who made it and the, you know put all, wrote the songs and and put so much time into it. You'll find a lot of a lot of musicians, you know, kind of wonder if it's good enough or whatever. But you know what? It's fucking awesome, and I'm really stoked <laughs> with the album that we that we put together. Um, and and I'll never do it sitting in an office in Central Queensland while they're in Nashville ever again. But I'm glad we did. <laughs> There was a lot of drunk. There was a lot of drunk nights where it was, you know, I don't even know the time difference, but it might have been, you know, midday there, and it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting there drinking beers, and I try to stay awake. And I'm half pissed, <laughs> recording songs and whatever, and they're drinking cups of coffee and you know, starting their day. But it, uh, it just, it, it is what it, it, it was. What it was, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't get on a plane and go over there, so we made the most of what we could do. I, I was going to touch on whether it's something that you'd sign up for again, but I think you have made it very clear, yeah, that it may yeah, not. Yeah, I feel like I was chewing your ear off again a bit there, but yeah, look, it's 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 a really conflicting thing because it was it was great. I didn't have to leave home. I drove three hours down the road to Gimpy to sing my parts with a mate who I love going to spend time with, and he's a great dude. And other than that, I just sat in the office and you know <laughs> drank me coffee and moved my cows, and it was like, oh, this is easy. But at the same time, I, I just I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I've spent hours and hours and hours working with Brandon Hood, and I've never shook his hand. It just, it's just there's something about that that uh, personability that just doesn't sit with me. This metaverse or whatever they're talking about can go to buggery in my in my, uh, in my opinion. I I would agree with that. I think that there is. Although, and don't get me wrong, we are obviously speaking across Zoom today, which so it's a good tool in that regard. But there is something about the chemistry of being face-to-face with someone and being able to actually converse that way. So I can very much appreciate that. 100%. And I'm a pretty strange dude, man. So, God, getting on Zoom <laughs> for hours and hours on end, I wonder, like, how much are these people going to put up with before they just hang up on me? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm. I'm glad that you've you've kind of mentioned that, and I'm using your words that you're a bit of a strange guy. I was hoping to talk about um, the announcement for the album. Now, some artists they might uh, they might have videos plastered across uh, videos like projected onto buildings around the world. Some people might have press releases. Uh, would you mind for those who don't follow you on Instagram? Would you mind telling? Uh, the listeners, how you announced the album? Definitely. Well, we I was down at, uh, at the Sony Studios a few weeks ago for the first time since when all the when the world ended. I don't even know when it was anymore, but you know, a couple of years since we've been in the in the office and caught up with all the crew working down there. And a lot of changes have happened in Sony in the last couple of years. So meeting a lot of new people and that kind of stuff. And we kind of went down there to to the, the album was almost ready to be delivered and we thought oh we'll go down there and and um you know like show show sony what we've what we've made and pretty much do what we're doing now with those guys down there um and uh you know there's lots of different things going on a meeting with this person a meeting with that person chat about this and this video you know what i mean like all the promo and what you do and excuse me and then we had a bit of a barbecue a couple beers um nothing stupid um, but you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, there was 150 people there, all having a barbecue and a beer. And anyway, they all left, and I was just I was there with one of my management guys from Brisbane, and we were just waiting to go back to the airport and hanging out. And my guy Grady at uh, at Sony goes, right, I think we're like, I think we're all everything's covered. You know, we felt really organised. Just goes, the only thing we've got to do is um, is figure out how we're going to announce 
the album. And I'm thinking, oh, is that a big thing? Or is that something you... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, I'm putting an album out. There you go. He's like, no, we've got to do something. And I just said, I've got four beers, so I'm feeling good. I'm back at the airport. I'm going to sit in the lounge, couple couple Chardonnays on the plane, you know. <laughs> Five o'clock flight out of there. A little bugger. I knew there was a shower downstairs. I said, see that that barbecue sauce bottle there? Grab that and ride on. <laughs> I'll get my gear off and you can ride on my uh, on my stomach that the album's coming out on the 5th of May 2023. So that's what he proceeded to do is write in my chest and barbecue sauce. As a couple of people that work work with me at Sony walked in the door were just like walked in and went, what the, what the hell is going on here? This has escalated very quickly. <laughs> Um, so yes, that happened, and then I and then I had to wipe copious amounts of barbecue sauce off me, and and go downstairs and have a bogey before I went to the airport to fly home. I think it is firstly a very unique way to do it, but the reaction that is on social media, people people loved it. I feel like the uh, the, the public reaction to it was was priceless. It was brilliant. Right. Well, that's what we're aiming for. Also, there's one thing I'd like to say. Normal is boring. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, that's how that kind of came about. Anyway, not much of a yarn, but a pretty funny yarn. I think it's pretty funny yarn, and I appreciate you sharing that story <laughs> with us. Um, <laughs> of course. Uh, I was wondering if you'd kind of um. Uh, indulge me in, in a little bit. Um, I do want to talk about Acres a little bit more and talking about touring it next year, but if you'd allow me to just kind of ask, I guess you mentioned before there's nothing better than sitting around songwriting. Where was your initial kind of um, start to songwriting? Like where did you, when when or where were you when you kind of thought this is something that I want to do and I can do and, and it obviously works and connects with people? Um, probably a couple different key moments for that kind of chat, mate. Um, I, I definitely have memories of sitting at a piano, at, excuse me, at home down there at mum and dad's place as a kid, you know, 10, 12 at a guess, you know, messing around and, and, um, you know, putting a few words together, but it wasn't really until, uh, like I wrote a few songs and I spent a bit of time up in Northern Territory chasing cows and. I'd written a few songs and playing around the campfire and, you know, every now and again at these cover gigs up there that I was doing at a rodeo or a pub or when we had a chance we weren't chasing cows. And anyway, they kind of said to me, they're like, mate, you know, why are you messing around up here? Go home, 
write some songs, or, you know, go and do it. If we think you, if we think you're good, and we know nothing about music. Or well, maybe you should think you're good too and go and have a crack. And that's basically what I did. And so I went home and uh, I went home to Jindabyne and lived on a mate's uh, in a mate's spare room on a farm. And I basically just sat on the veranda and wrote my first album, or you know, half my first album. So that was probably one one moment where I went home and actually went right. I'm going to go and learn how to write songs, try to write songs. And, and uh, for my first album, I think. I don't even know how many songs are on there. If there's 10 on there, I wrote 11 songs. I got, you know what I mean? I didn't, at that stage, at that stage, I didn't, uh, if a song wasn't being written quick enough, I'd get rid of it, try and, you know, do something else and try again tomorrow with a different idea. Like I didn't put the time in. Um, so I kind of just, yeah, I wrote 10 songs for a 10 song album and put that out. And then, and then probably the first, holy crap, this is, this might be working moment was the first time we played CMC, which I think might have been 2019 or 2018. And um, yeah, there was this, we played the late night slot, like for the campers only after the headline or on the small stage. And there was like 5,000 people in a 3,000 person tent just rammed in there and all of them singing one of my songs. And that, that for me was the next moment going, God, I'm glad I gave this a crack. Like this is, <laughs> this is, this is it. It's working. Like people are, people are enjoying what we're doing. And I, I, I remember saying to my band in the early days, as they're sitting there with, you know, in a station wagon with guitar amps on their laps, driving thousand kilometres to go to a gig for fifty bucks. And I remember me going, and they remember we've had this conversation recently. Me going, come on, stick with me, boys. I promise you. I promise you, if you stick with me, like I'll make this work. I'll figure it out. And. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of moments, two of which being a CMC, one being earlier in the year at CMC, um, where it was just one of those, one of those really nice moments where you went, "Holy shit!" It uh, it all seemed to work out, and and here we are. I absolutely love that. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it makes it, and it, I'm really proud of it too, man. Like it, it, um, it's a nice feeling when you, again, paying these dudes nothing. It's like I'll pay their rent now. You know what I mean? It's like I, 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 I support them because they backed me four years ago. Going, come on, boys, just three days' work. I'll give you fifty bucks and a feed at Maggie's, maybe. If there's anything <laughs> left over, and and then now we're, you know, we're playing at a festival in front of twenty thousand people with everyone singing out, singing our songs. You know, it's um, it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling to be able to share that with with people too. And they, and, and I've always shared those moments of, oh crap, this is working with. The boys in my band, hence why I wanted to, to mention them, because they're very, very talented and very loyal, uh, loyal parts of my uh, my whole operation. I I love that, and I, f- I feel that it kind of extends to one thing I noticed in researching today is that you you do seem to have this. I want to say beautiful connection to, and it might, it might be your band it, to your fans as well. There seems to be a loyalness that is struck up by the connection that you have with fans and that uh, it, 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 I'm not even sure what the right word might be, but um, I, I guess are, are you surprised by that connection that you seem to have with people as well or the connection they have with you that, that you've struck up with them? Uh, I'm, I'm, it's a, that's a hard one to answer. I'm not surprised by it because I, I love it. Like I've, uh, we've we've worked towards that. Probably not directly saying as a twelve year old kid gun, that's what I want to achieve. But you know, like that's <laughs> that's be- that's become half the half the job is chasing that that um, thing that you're that you're saying. But again, man, a lot of things come into that. Like normal's boring. 
I don't know whether I'm allowed to swear on here, but I am who I am, and I fuck around, and I think I think a lot of people be- like they they believe that, and I and I believe that, you know, like I I think that's why I think that's why my my band and my fans are loyal because I because I don't I don't shit them, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to pretend them. I'm doing my thing, and and we share it together, and it's like it's almost like a mutual understanding of of uh, of what we do. You know, and that and that does extend to the people I work with and 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 the fans. Um, you know, we're we're all we're all in this cool thing because we want to be here, and 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 they're all passionate about it as much as I am. So I, I believe in them as much as they believe in me, and that's the same as the fans, mate. They just keep turning up. You know, they just keep turning up and turning up, and I've I've got fans that come to ten shows a year. I live in Brisbane and I see them at a gig in Tasmania and I know them by name because I keep turning up, you know, and buying merch and, and all that kind of thing. And that for me is just like that's the pinnacle. That's why we're here. People are spending their hard-earned money from sitting in a truck all week to come and hang out with me. So make that mean something. I, I think that uh, even just what you've said then kind of proves my point in terms of the fact that you do have these fans coming and that you know them by name. And I think that that is something that is a very special connection because I feel that, and not to disparage any other artists, but I feel that some artists, for whatever reason, their decision or not, they don't have that connection. And I think that that's lovely that you do. Um, so, I, 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 yeah, kudos to you because I think that you do, yeah. from what I've seen, have some brilliant, brilliant and very loyal fans. Um, oh, man, it's, it's it, I can't reiterate that is what it's all about. It's like I, I say this till I'm black and blue. I love writing songs. I love recording songs. But playing a show and, again, like people spending their hard-earned money on spending the night with me, that is the drug. Like that is that is be, that is beyond comprehensible because it's not you know it's not so I'm not selling notebooks to people like I'm selling me I'm selling my voice I'm selling my my person my attitude my beliefs my thing you know like it's it, it it again it just it means something so it's it's it can never be discouraged it's the most important thing is is that that live thing which is you know different yarn again which is why a lot of musos struggled through COVID, man. So everyone can write a song, but I'll tell you what, without doing the thing that that keeps you there, it's a hard it's a hard thing to hold on to. One hundred percent. Very much agreed. And we we've discussed that with a lot of artists. Um I'm hoping to discuss so uh as we might have touched on a little bit earlier in the episode, uh you and I are chatting in November this episode is going to come out um in December. So there might have been some shows recently that you would have played um and I'm curious for those who might have missed those shows who weren't aware, without pushing for details, don't want to get anyone in trouble, um, can we maybe expect to see some shows around Australia once again next year for Acres in support of Acres, sorry? Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Um, I, we're just we're trying to work through a bunch of stuff at the moment. Uh, booked at a big mob of festivals, which is which is cool. They'll uh, obviously be released as they're released. Um, but touring wise, I've got a few different ideas. I, I definitely um, was forced into doing acoustic shows and kind of sit down listening songwriter kind of shows during COVID. And as much as it pained me, because my, as I just said, my band is is part of the Brad Cox thing. I I fell in love with it again. You know, like it's just it's a, and it's a totally different way of listening to Brad Cox songs, as it would be any artist. Um, you know, an acoustic guitar and that's about it. But I, I really want to nothing setting in stone, but I really want to do a couple of of those kind of intimate, probably smaller 
Um, uh, yeah, like kind of acoustic show. I don't know. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm thinking about a few things. I don't know whether they're going to work or not yet. So I won't say too much. Um, but it's not ominous, mate. I just I want to I want to get in a room with some people that aren't drinking ten rums and ready to ready to headbutt the concrete. Don't get me wrong. Come and have a good time. But you know, like at a Brad Cox band show, we're, we're a rock band with a country problem. But it, I want to do some like whether they're theatres or like sit down and, and like show people the new album, maybe before it comes out. I don't know, but I want to sit down and go, right, just like I've ch- chatted to you, this this is what this song's about, this is how I wrote it, and then, you know, have the opportunity to hear what what um, what people thought of it before the album came out. That's what I'd really like to do and hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully we can get that off the ground in, in the first um, part of next year and then obviously the album's out, so we've got to put the band back on the road, mate. We... Uh, we're doing the biggest biggest shows we've ever done now, and I want to up it again. So let's do the next biggest thing. That is all very exciting news. Regardless of what format they come in, we'll make sure that we keep an eye out for those shows. And if you if you want to take this on the road, if you want to do in conversation, please give me a call. We'll gladly come to theatres and and have a chat with you again, Brad. Um, Man, I reckon folks would be into that, eh? <laughs> I, the rise I, of podcasts. It might be happening. Might be happening. <laughs> Again, the offer is there. I'll chat with your people. We'll make something work. Um, but, <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs> um, Brad, uh, lastly, we would usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to, if there's uh, anything at the moment that's on high rotation for yourself. Hey, there's, I've always got something on high rotation. Let me have a quick look in my uh, music box here. Um, well, Cody Johnson's a, 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 an addition at the moment at the top. Um, I'm a big fan of Eric Church's latest EP which came out this year. Um, there's a song on there called Lone Wolf. It sounds like a big anthemic live song, which is really cool. And I've actually been listening a lot to a lot of, and when I say listening, watching live YouTube videos of a guy called Eric Gales. I don't know if you've come across him, but he's a he's a black kind of blues guitar player that plays the guitar upside down, plays a lot with Joe Bonamassa and folks like that. And he's just, he's got the coolest attitude. He knows, he knows he's good and he's, uh, he's a showman. So, Eric Gales, I think he's coming out to Australia for Blues Fest next year. So if anyone's keen on a bit of, bit of blues guitar, go and, go and check out Eric Gales. That sounds incredible. I would definitely be um, having a bit of a look at that uh, after we after we wrap up this today. But, um, look, Brad, thank you very much for your time. I do appreciate uh, you spending some time with us on the podcast. Congratulations on Last Time Last and Acres, which is out in May. But, um, yeah, thank you for being on the pod. Appreciate it, Simon, mate. We'll, uh, we'll yarn again soon, man. that's our show a massive thank you to brad cox for his time last time last is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to pre-order acres we also want to give a huge shout out to anastasia and bron at sony music australia for helping out with today's interview if you like this show please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when your episodes are released release new shows each wednesday and friday morning we now have a patreon which you can find within the show notes of this episode You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers.